We'll go live early. I uh, might as well. <clears throat> might as well. Hey, I got a story. I was awoken by the evil, Aaron. I I'm sleeping, man. Fucking sleeping. And uh, my phone goes off because I forgot to turn it down. And I look, I'll tell you a side story, and hopefully I remember to <clears throat> tangent bank to this. But have any of you ever had that down part in life where you just had to work for years? I don't necessarily mean decades, but like a year where you're working two jobs or something where you had to wake up early or you had to work the night shift and your alarm would rake, awake, rake, <laughs> rape you up. That's what it would do. It would rape you up. And you'd just be like dying to get some sleep. And then that fucking alarm would go off. And then you had an agitation or hatred for that particular sounding alarm. I had that with an Iron Man watch. And I don't even know if they make those anymore, but for God, two years working the dog shift, um, bad part of life. I, just nothing good during that part of time and just slogging through it. And it, beep, 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 beep. And I ended up, the battery went dead or I lost it or something. And then somebody's Iron Man watch went off the exact same one or at least the exact same tone and just dread like a flashback. Like, oh, uh, <clears throat> had a flip phone that had an alarm kind of like that too. Like, And now this phone, when it rings, either to wake me up on my alarm or when someone calls, I haven't had that pavlovian response where i hated that that much when i'm waking up it's not always that bad but some far god forsaken I, I know for and now i know the reason is god forsaken for some god forsaken reason bad aaron uh called me like hey i gotta if you want to do bad aaron you that's how you do it howard sprague on um the andy griffith show you just do one nozzle well, Andy, that's very that's very interesting. I I do find steak rather savory. You can um, look that guy up later. <clears throat> but so, and I'm like, oh hey, I got this story. That'd be a great thing for your podcast. Cool, send it to me. Podcast is coming up. Looking on the thing. Where is it? Hey, what's going? On? Oh hey, how's it going? I'm like, uh, did you have this story? I oh, know. I'll just tell you. Can you just send this to me? And it's, and I, once again, I'm going to point it out again, guys. They're all going to say, not just specifically bad Aaron, but everyone's going to, you're too tight. You're wound up too tight. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm really not. People just do not understand. It's not so much the importance of time, but I don't think they can. Uh, uh, deadlines. I don't think people really get deadlines. I'm not talking like business deadlines or work deadlines. Oh, there's that too. But when when we are going to do activity X, <clears throat> and to achieve activity X, we here's a perfect example. We have to go somewhere and be somewhere at a certain time. We gotta be at the show. We gotta watch over the kids. Da, 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 da. There's there's a there's a hard time, and I'm driving out. Say. Take a look 
at traffic, the co-pilot. Let me know if 694 is back up. Let me know if 94 is back up. Let me know if I got to cut up, up over into uh, not Elko itself. <clears throat> not Woodbury. What the hell is it north? Whatever. Let me know if I got to take the back route. And I'm coming up on the intersection. I'm looking over. Hey, I need to know motherfucking now. Do I go left or right? Not you dick around and oh, I look at this and da, da, da. Right motherfucking now. I need this decision because I don't know. Maybe I know the consequences. I can, I can see out that far. There's this hard deadline and all these decisions I have to make lead to me making a decision now. <clears throat> well, well, wait, you know, da, 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 da. Just tell me if the... Fuck. And I'm not insane. I, I, I know it's going to sound insane. I refuse to admit I'm insane because I'm not. Because this isn't an opinion. This is real. Like, I got to pull the car over. Why are you pulling over? I need to know where to go. I can't look on the fucking phone because the dipshit communist of Minnesota voted that we can't look shit up on the phone while we're driving. I need you to fucking co-pilot now. Like, you know, this is a major intersection here. You know, I got to figure out which way to go depending on traffic. I need the motherfucking information now. Oh, you got to loosen up. No, I don't have to loosen up. Everybody else in the world needs to up their fucking game. And what's sad is this is my team. These are the best. Uh, Aaron, I'm going live here in like two minutes. Can you send it to me? Oh, now, now let me see. Let's see if it was sent. No, it's not sent. Is it sent on this media platform? There. Thank you. <clears throat> I invited on the show. <laughs> and right now he's saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I was real pissed off. Yeah, right. I was like, no, just what? You know what I want? There's, there's two holidays I want. Let me tell you the two holidays. One is legit and sincere. The other one would just be the genie out of the bottle holiday. <clears throat> I really think President Trump, or maybe it would be President whoever, who knows you know, how long this uh, virus thing will last. But uh, I really think the, the country needs an official holiday, like the all clear holiday or the green light holiday, where we decide, yep, you're good to go. Life is back to normal. <clears throat> we don't do it too early. We do it when it's right and safe and proper. And like he declares it, he declares it a national holiday. Yeah. And like, it has to be on a Wednesday. It has to be, no, no, make it a three day weekend. Got to be something that gives you a three-day weekend where it's like, no, motherfuckers, we get a three-day weekend on this one, uh, the, the second Monday of the third month or whatever, however. Um, and then it's a, everybody's off. Nobody has to come to work. I'm being serious. And then uh, I would like to say, yeah, I saw more like Mayor Joe Quimby. More throat back. We're going to have a, a holiday called uh, Green Light Day, and it's going to be huge. Be huge, and that'll be everyone will be happy. They'll get out. Who knows? People might have sex, and they won't need a fucking consent form. Oh, it could be crazy. Could be crazy. Oh my god! I just I kissed a guy at a bar. I didn't feel like reporting it as rape. <laughs> That's a bit extreme. <clears throat> 
I mean, we can all get in traffic jams again. We can all get hammered at bars, get DWIs. We'll be able to celebrate America being back to normal. I think it'd be a good morale booster. It'd be good for the economy when we get back. I think it'd be great. I think it'd just be great. And this, I think it should be like, okay, this year it's like a week off. Like we have a week, okay? We get a week celebration. And every 10 years to remind us more thoroughly and consider we get another week. So like you get one day off on a Monday for 90. And then that's the big week where we remember the great merciful Corona chant. So that's one dream I have, which is feasible. That could happen. My other dream is that it's called Clary Day. And everybody just not at my, I know I'm not expecting people to go on my level. (laughs) That's insane. But just to have the common sense and, and the foresight, oh, we got to get to the airport by this. So that means we got we got all these errands to run. If we're going to do a Ferris Bueller's Day off amount of errands, well, we better wake up at 4 a.m. to get this shit done. <clears throat> and, oh, well, Aaron's kind of like the leader on this one, and he needs data from us. Maybe we should get that data to him as quickly as possible so that we might not drive around in fucking circles for hours. Oh, Clary needs this bit of information so that we can work on this project and produce some fucking GDP. And we could work on a project. I'm going to get that information to Aaron like that. And just to have a day where the jet engines are filled with the highest quality fuel. There's no grains of sand getting in the engine. There's no bullshit. There's no, no bird strike. There's, it's perfect flying conditions. And I'm just allowed to take this jet of mine of life up at its maximum potential. I'm just allowed one fucking day where there's not a fuck up. I'm not waiting. I'm not tapping my feet. I'm not looking outside. I'm not, I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. It's a clear glide path, motherfucker. You are clear to launch. <clears throat> Reminds me of the wings of Hamiyase. I think that's how you pronounce it. Interesting anime, interesting video, movie. He's just sitting there waiting to take off. The airstrike's coming in. Then he has to give a speech for him to get the green light. And then they file all system checking. You know, hydraulics, go. Electronics, go. Fuel, go. Watch. But no. <clears throat> nope. This is, this is the pond you're swimming in, Cleary. I know this sounds incredibly arrogant, but I, I, have, like, I have a dream, too. And it isn't all about being treated of equal content of character and, oh, by the way, I'm a communist, give you some money while I fuck other women. And I, I plagiarize on my doctoral thesis. Look it up. I have a dream that the world has its communal fucking act together and I can get shit done. And just, and guys, my God, what you would see, I mean, maybe it wouldn't be, I don't know if it would be sexy or anything that you'd, you'd watch but if I could show you the amount of GDP and production and shit, I can think about it in your own life. What if there were no fuck ups? What if you, you now this is your own fault. What if your kids were trained to do the fuck what they were told? And when you said, pick up your toys, they fucking did it. What if you told your husband or your wife, go make some fucking dinner and they didn't ask you why or debate or interrogate or go through the thought. They just made some fucking dinner. What if you got on the horn and called up the plumbing guy saying, hey, I got a plumbing leak that needs a fix. Cool. We'll be there at this time. And they're there at that time. 
if you go online, like, hey, I want now you don't even have to do production. I go online. I want to watch some Magnum PI, and it's not jittery. It's slowing down because they're throttling it because it's not not the exciting. There's not enough volume of traffic. There's not enough ads on it. What if the world just worked the way it was supposed to? You know, that's I, I used to mock and ridicule that Six Sigma. I'm a black belt. I'm a green belt. And that'll still mock and ridicule. And the idea that, oh, yeah. But there's 100% authenticity. I think with the Six Sigma, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you want to have the amount of errors in your processes and your decisions and all that down to six uh, decimal points, point zero 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 one, however many that is. Because then the efficiency goes up exponentially. Like I think the human, hum, we're, we're on this cusp. Everyone thinks production is linear. If I work 3% more, <clears throat> GDP will go 3% more. I, I don't know. I, I mean, yes, that, that makes sense. But if we start pushing limits, people, if we start like, what if we really got a great jet engine? What if we really engineered a flawless, highly, highly uh, tuned, highly engineered, precisely engineered machine? And we gave it the best gas and and the best whatever. I'm not an engineer. And we just tried our best for like three months. What would happen to the economy? I think we'd burst past this linear relationship and we'd start going exponential. Where it's like, just getting back to people on time. And the reason why is how much wasted labor and effort goes into waiting on other dumb motherfuckers to do what they're supposed to do. To do what they said they were going to do. And to do it right. We don't have to go back and redo the gutters because the gutter guy is a piece of shit douchebag American contractor. He did it right the first time. That frees up two hours a month. What if, what if Karen, the fat bitch at the Minnesota Department of Motor Vehicles, didn't say, oh, well, you, it's free if you just go and get the, the advanced ID, which then <clears throat> required me to sit at the DMV for eight future hours twice. Oh, you see your middle name and you got a middle initial here, so we don't know who you are. <clears throat> What's my birth certificate say? Well, but it doesn't say that on, on your driver's license. Okay, then can you change it? No, we need another form of identification. Could I have avoided all this by just going with the regular ID? Oh, yes, yes, you could have. Where's the elephant gun for Karen? What if there were no Karens? What if there was no no stuck-up middle-aged bitch, bitch with the haircut asking to talk to the manager, holding everything on the line because now the manager can't lead his or her employees? What if instead of this article I read, go look it up. It's how's that liberal arts degree treating you now? <clears throat> what if instead of wasting your time and money, if in, you know, majoring in the liberal arts, you millennials went and majored in something worthwhile? Or here's an idea. You just work the jobs you're working anyway, fresh out of high school, maybe even middle school with the degree you have because you're not using it. And instead of going into that, you'd have a lot more money now. What if people save money? For you know, seven years feast, seven years famine. I mean, they didn't need a multi-trillion-dollar bailout because corporations and people had nine, uh, uh, ninety days cash on them. What if you just did what the fuck you were supposed to do? A lot of people think that's pie in the sky, poppy cup. No, you know what? It happened in the fifties. We kind of had our shit together. 
I mean, it, there's forever. It's it's asymptotic, and there's no there's no final goal. But we're a lot closer to that asymptote and growing, and it shows in the in the economic growth figures than we are today. And it starts at the individual level, and there's just this. <sighs> I understand leisure. I understand everyone's stuck at a desk or stuck at the factory. And they're tired of their nine to five sludge, slog, whatever. I get that. <clears throat> and I understand you want to watch television. And I understand people want to chill the fuck out. And then they see a guy like me come in and say, geez, Larry, I can't relax. Just once, can you wake up? Can you look at that? Does sound like a hero, but like I, I climbed up on this ridge. You know, everyone's in the valley. I climbed up out of the valley on the ridge. I look, I see this whole new other valley or this whole new other land. I'm like, guys, get up here. Come on, there's this thing of get up. You gotta see it, guys. Like I'm in Goonies. Guys! Remember that in the ice? Guys, 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 look at this. There's a turtle. Oh, climb up on the ridge. Gee, chill out, Clary. It's just what's over there. What is? It's like, God, yeah. Come on, guys. But don't, wouldn't it just be great to have some national pride and just kicking up your game, like, not a notch, but like five notches? Like, today we declare we're not going to fuck. Today is not fuck up day. Today is excellence day. <clears throat> that, would, that would be possible. Here's something. I know Clary Day is not going to happen. But wouldn't it be possible, just as a sociological economic experiment, Trump comes on and says, uh, oh, we're going to do a... Uh, 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 excellence day. It's going to be huge. And, and we just decide on a Monday. It has to be a work day. Like on a Monday or a Tuesday or whatever. Not Friday. Don't do Friday. It's like, okay, we all up our game. We all, when we drive, we check our blind spots before we just move over. We, we do one chore that needs to get done, like our taxes <clears throat> or the oil change. We fixed the crack in our windshield. We, I don't know. We do our homework. We, we just, when we go in line at the restaurants, when they open up again, we don't wait till we get to the fucking clerk to decide what I want. Like, Karen, oh, what do I want? Like when we're in line, we're looking. Somebody calls us. We get back to them. Somebody emails us. We get through our email. We answer everything. Boom, 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 boom. Hustle. Just one day. Just one motherfucking day. And see what the fuck happens. Oh, you know, this 20-sided die is gray. And oh, look at the numbers. You know how many numbers it has on it? 20. 1 through 20. My life is just being sucked away. And just what could have been. What could be. It was going to be obscure. And I have mentioned it before, but there was a, <clears throat> and it was 100% right. 100% right. Here's like kind of the ideal I'm talking about. There was a uh, race or alien race that they ran into in Star Trek Next Generation. And they communicated in clicks. And it, it allowed for uh, a tremendously efficient exchange of information. Like they, they could have a full conversation, take a normal human an hour in a minute. Brap, brap. 
I'm just thinking like we, we couldn't go, we couldn't increase our, our conversation at 60 fold, but by God, man, you ever ask somebody a question? This is now, this is an obvious example, but I get this from adults too. You go to the little nieces. What do you want to eat? They don't even say words. Now, I understand that's a three-year-old. You want to grab them. What the fuck do you want to eat now? Tell me what you want now. I understand that with a little kid. Even I get frustrated with the little three-year-old. But with adults, hey, um, I mean, seriously, do you guys, does your car, perfect example. You're driving somewhere. This is what, this is what happened. This is what happened. Does your car take regular or premium? Well, sometimes I don't know. Maybe everyone just tell me what the fuck it is. I don't need a conversation. There's people in fucking line. We're going somewhere. Do you want to really have me listen? Listen to your thought process about just tell me regular or premium. That's it. R or P. Now we move on. Now we save what lit there actually might be a 60-fold saving of conversation. It's just sitting there like, I need one bit of information. One regular premium. Not, not, a, not an analysis of your decision-making process. So there we go. Um, <laughs> so let's go through <clears throat> what he has here to say. Um, my agent in the field. He has problems with the dating and the Christian singles group. And um, God, I got to wonder. I can't read this verbatim I um, now that I think about it because I don't want to identify um, the individual lady. But she is in her 30s. She is a barista and she's Christian. He always has to date Christians because we can never date a secular girl and maybe bring her to Christ because there's never any good good. Secular women, right? That can't just happen. So I, I watch with great entertainment and bemusement and amusement. I don't know the difference. Watching him like adhere to this crippling torpedo, uh, this poison pill of a relationship where the woman must be a Christian. And it's just, oh, it's it's a bloodbath. It's a battlefield. I mean, just these stories he comes back with. So this one. 30 something she's a barista no kids that da, da, da. and uh he was chit-chatting with her wanted to go out and she mentioned that she needed to get therapy and because of course oh good yay <laughs> yay just what just what a guy wants to hear when you haven't even gone on date zero yet he says why it's card kind of hard to pinpoint maybe that's why i'm going but i just feel stuck and lack of value, anxiety, negative thinking patterns, like someone is in my way. I know that sounds vague and not very deep, but I've definitely been through challenging times in my life where I was able to pull through where the rest of it go with faith and some practical pra practices. But this time I just feel like I need help getting there. Well, the Lord will provide my cynical commentary <clears throat> and editorial about Christianity. And the point he made is like, oh, maybe it's because you haven't done anything in life. You guys think I'm the asshole. It's true. He's being a better Christian there. It's true. You haven't done anything in life. You don't have kids. You don't have a husband. You don't have a significant other. You have no career. 
And there's, we don't need to Monday morning quarterback this girl's life because it's, it's, it's becoming so common. It's a dime a dozen. But what I did want to draw from that, I, I really want to help you guys out here. <clears throat> you, and hopefully he's listening. I've tried to make this argument before. Perhaps I haven't made it clearly. Perhaps he just wants to suffer in pain to prove me wrong or to not follow my advice. I don't know why. You Christian guys have got to realize that Christian girls are worse than the industry average. Being Christian in terms of, I'm not talking religion. I'm talking girls when you're, when you're dating them. If a woman claims she's Christian, that is bad. That is not a positive. And the reason why is something I definitely believe, and that is most people who claim to be Christian are not Christian. They only claim to be Christian for ulterior reasons. I would say it's about 95%. The number of people <clears throat> who are in those pews, assuming they even go to the pews, who are penitent, Christ-believing, died on the cross for me, I am going to heaven, I am sorry for my sins, I repent, real legit Christians, that's 5%, maybe. Everybody else, and I think this includes other religions as well, but I don't think quite as high as Christianity because I think we're in the West and we're more vain, we're wealthier, so we're more vain than uh, older Eastern religions or non-Western non religions. But everybody's going for some other reason. Men go to single Christians groups because of women. They go to churches because of women. They want to find tail. That's not going to church for Christ. Uh, women go to church for ulterior reasons, and not even really to find a husband, but just to have belonging, just to have fellowship. And even, even the church recognizes you have fellowship. This is why no pastor would ever take me up on podcast pastor. Oh, people come to church so they can meet and have fellowship. Like, oh, yeah, how's that working for you now? Oh, new saint, new saint in the church called St. Corona Chan. Come pay you a visit. Oh, if there was only, only a prophet. Huh? Huh? Also with a Jewish name. Also biblical. Who came with his staff and his raggedy hair. Hey, you should go on the internet. Get away, old man. We're worshiping Baal. Look at this old. Uh, <laughs> he just came out of the woods. Podcast pastor. What does he know? Uh, but they do have fellowship, but that's not supposed to replace Christ. But that's what that's why people go to church. It has nothing to do with Christ. It has to do with hanging out with other people and they're bored. <clears throat> or to get laid in guys' places or uh, cases. And for women just to get attention. Just to have something to go. And what, what happens commonly is this guy, because he's older, he'll run into women who are Christian, single, never married, and they're in the 40, 40 year old virgin, 40 something year old virgins. Dude, don't tell me that they're going to church for, for guys or Christian. They're, they're going there as an excuse. They're going there for purpose and meaning and agency. Not They're going there for themselves to excuse their life. And that's what I, I'm trying to convey to you Christian men who are insistent and adamant <clears throat> about that, oh, those not equally yoked. And for those of you who aren't Christian, that's a passage from the Bible where you shouldn't be involved with someone of a different faith or religion. And uh, so they, these guys say, oh, no, she's got to be Christian. She's got to be Christian. And that may have applied in generations past, but today there are so many dead branches of Christianity and so many fake people who go to church for any other reason than Christ or Christianity that it is a guarantee, not a guarantee, a 95% chance 
you're going to be going out with someone who is intellectually dishonest or just dishonest in general. The majority of women are not Christian. The majority of Christian women are not Christian women because of Christ. They are there because the religion provides them an ulterior value and purpose or meaning. They use it, and, and predominantly, my experience has been the vast majority of, oh God, almost all of them now that I think about it, <clears throat> uh, bar one or two, the reason women use Christianity as it pertains to dating is so that they have a weapon. They have a tool of control and power over you. They always hold you up to Jesus. If you're a secular guy or not even near de their denomination. Well, you're a Wisconsin Synod Lutheran. Well, I'm a Missouri Synod Lutheran. And well, you're just tainted. They, they, they use it as like, you're not as good as Jesus. You always are going to fail to Jesus. There's always a passage in the Bible that can be interpreted to deny you what you'd like. Uh, the, and, and I'm like looking at the behavior of these Christian girls. They're not Christian. They're mean. They're dictatorial. They're controlling. They're bitches. These are not good people. And they are certainly not marriage material. And I'm, I'm not telling you what to do, but I am telling you what to do. Why don't you give secular girls a shot? Why don't, if you're a Catholic, maybe you date a, a, a Presbyterian? Oh, you're, you're a, I don't know, Episcopalian? You date a Lutheran. I mean, you're kind of in the same ballpark. Oh, my God, she's Jewish. Go out with her anyway. You share half the Bible. You know, they just killed our guy. That's all. <laughs> they just killed our main guy. That's all. <laughs> I, and, and what you're going to find is the stamp of Christianity does not guarantee morality or ethics. Matter of fact, it means it doesn't. That's like a failing grade. And you do not want to date Christian women. You don't. You want to date good gals. And good gals come from all walks in life. You know, so you find a secular girl, and, and I'm not championing secular girls because they're anything unique to secular girls. It's just, well, they're they're not Christian. But they can have morals and principles, and that was my experience. You know, take it for what it was. Dated multiple hundreds of women. <clears throat> the secular girls, they they showed up on time, I guess. Um, well, I guess not all of them. But their behavior was infinitely better than the – let's put it this way. The secular girls' behavior was, was average, industry average. The Christian women's behavior was atrocious. It was atrocious. It was on par with girls cheating on you, if you even got to that point, um, but in, in a different abusive, psychotic way. I remember one gal, oh, my God, <coughs> single mom. I've told this story before. I went, out. <laughs> I went out with this girl. Was she in a dance class? I forgot how. Hot gal, hot. And uh, she had... Um, let me get the super chats before I don't get too far. She, oops, pregnant with a guy of notoriety and wealth. And the guy of notoriety and wealth basically paid her a large sum of money. Say, I don't want to raise that kid. What did she find? What did she discover? She discovered Jesus. And going out with her, it was almost like this. <clears throat> well, I'm Christian. Okay. Well, that means I'm not having premarital sex. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, all right. 
know, but you should. And then like, I went over to her place. She's like, oh, do you? and this is after I was like, I think I went on two dates with her and, you know, making out, but not getting laid. All right. Then she's like, oh, do you want? Because she had no one else. <clears throat> wanted me to come over for Thanksgiving dinner. I think I was working security or something like that because I was still around. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll take a free meal. So I come over. We're sitting there. And then she starts praying like, and da-da-da, thank you for that. And I'm like, <sighs> then I find out, oh, she banged another buddy, like a buddy of mine. We had ended up meeting like two uh, weeks later or two years later. And uh, me and my buddy, and I said, uh, blah, 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 this and that. We found out we had dated the same girl. I was like, yeah, was that the, the story? Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, she was crazy in the sack. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. I'm like, no. She gave me the Christian runner up. Oh, yeah, she gave me that too. But I'm like, oh, you bastard. And, but it, <clears throat> it's just an excuse. It's just an excuse for bad behavior, for selfish behavior, for hypocritical behavior. And and maybe that's what it is, is you – um. Maybe it's beta orbiters. They just want to string you boys along so they have this convenient excuse card, get out of jail free card. Like, well, you could pay me attention and buy me shit, but I'm not having sex. Oh, but with him, except for him. And and Rolo's right. In this in this true regard, Rolo is right. Always, oh, always right. <clears throat> but this is the epitomal example. Women will make rules for betas and they will break rules for alpha. I was beta in that case. And, and you want to talk about a rule book hypocritical women are going to use on you to use you. To get attention and free meals and da da da. She's using my buddy. She's using good Aaron for, for an emotional tampon. And he's gonna go, oh, she's Chris, she's got the C stamp, which is a fail, which is like this is this meat is infected with uh with the salmonella. Throw it away, don't consume it. And then you guys go, oh, I know another guy married to a Christian girl. Oh, she's evil. Just evil. And I'd like to come in and say, oh, yeah, you know, this is selection bias. And I'm like, no, I don't see any good Christian women out there. I don't. I see a bunch of frauds and fakes claiming they're Christians so that they can use the rule book to go and excuse shitty be. Oh, God, there's another one. <clears throat> I had an unwanted child. Jesus forgives. I gave my husband, ex-husband herpes. Jesus forgives. I'm a financial pariah on society. Jesus forgives. He's the ultimate single dad. You know, he he loves everybody. So if you boys would kindly just, I mean, just, I'm not saying you got to marry him. I always said convert him to Christ. What? That one's already converted to Christ. You could be, it could be a missionary doing missionary. I'm just saying, (laughs) doing the Lord's work. You go find a non-Christian gal. You like her. She got her shit together. You, you at least owe them an audience. Shall we say that? To be fair to the young women out there who like, they just don't happen to believe in Christ, but they got a job, they're working hard, they're interesting, kind of funny, whatever. Some nice gals out there. Don't, can you, what's it gonna hurt? To go have a good time? Who, who cares if you don't get married? And don't bring up the Christ thing right away. I mean, if they all, oh, what are you all Christian? Yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. Go on a couple dates. Most of them are going to fail by the wayside anyway. But if it gets a little bit serious, hey, look, here's the deal. I'm Christian. And if this goes any further, it's going to be, you know, moving towards serious stuff. And yeah, I have to date a gal. I marry a gal that's Christian. <clears throat> I don't have to get married today or anything. But down the road, I do. I don't want to waste anybody's time, let alone mine. You might get, you might bring a girl to Christ. You might actually save a soul instead of a soul that never was saved 
that is doomed to hell for being a hypocrite and just uses the Lord to, to treat you guys like shit. I mean, come on. This is where feminism and, and, and simping is just like, I mean, you boys have got to grow up here in the church. I don't care. It's not my church, but I just watch it. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. All right, the competent man for five bucks. You should listen to Bach Air on the G-string piano. It's very relaxing before you punch someone. <laughs> you punch someone out. I'm not going to punch someone out. I just look at – it's like you see the – the beautiful girl at the Amsterdam red light district. You like want to touch, but it's a glass scene. Oh, I can't get to her. How much? Well, that's cheaper than a wife. <laughs> Old man laugh. Juan Corbera for five bucks. LA Times, black have higher mortality from Corona. Look it up. It's hilarious. It's not hilarious. I mean, it's kind of bad. The left needs ISMs. Good news, I'm working on a new classic car project. Is it is it is it because there's a genetic thing that uh blacks have? Like they're oh, it's your melanin? Is that what it or is it the poorer health, higher obesity, stuff like that? I mean, the diet, that alone. If we control for other variables, is it really the black genetics? Or is it lifestyle choices that have nothing to do with race? I'm gonna guess with the LA Times, I know what it is. Daryl Schnell, which means fast in German. For $5, a sane voice in an insane world. Thank you. Thank you, Daryl. I, too, suppose you are of the uh, superior jet race engine race. You, too, would like to fly as high as possible and go as fast as possible without people. Do you want premium or regular? Remember, go get me some bananas. How many? Because it's all my time is built in like, I can't do this, can't do that. Ba, 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 ba. I'm conducting this orchestra. <clears throat> and then just some needle off the record. You, horn section, hit it. What octave? Never mind. Just never mind. I'll go drink. Never mind. I'll drink and slow myself down. I can't. Can't drink because it's not even fun anymore. It doesn't even slow me down. Just kind of like, oh. so there's not that. And then I, I, I was debating, not inquiring, but debating benzos. And you guys are like, oh, God, no, not that clear. It's horrible. I'm like, okay. So now I hate to admit it. it. What is my choice? Wait around for other people to get to my fucking level? Is that what it, Oh, do I find my lost tribe of cappies? Bunch of high-intensity type A motherfuckers like, hey, there's three of us. That's enough to take over the world. By Tuesday, let's go. Oh, my God, Aaron number five. You did what you said you were going to do, and by the time you said you were going to do it. That allows me to deliver my piece of this doomsday James Bond device so that Aaron number one can do his part on time and on target and on budget. Gee, how did how did Clary land that small little island nation of Clary clones? How did they dominate the globe in a week and a half? <clears throat> All right, we gotta get through this. Do I have to go back? Nine twenty-one a.m. Good. I think we're competent, man. Oh, we already got that. Nine twenty-five. Juan, Daryl. <clears throat> D-Lawn 
212 for $10. Iceland has been doing randomized testing. Over 50% of people tested are COVID positive with no symptoms. Do you think the Rona was used as an excuse to inflate print back unethical? No, no, I don't know. No, the rule don't charter to maliciousness. What can be explained by stupidity, whatever that rule. No, I don't do, I don't do QAnon. We don't do QAnon. This somebody bumped the, the beaker at China and it spilled. That's what it was. This was a mistake. Somebody ate a bat. This wasn't purposeful. It's too intelligent for your average politician to come up with. <clears throat> Christian Martin for five bucks. Is it bad if a woman, if a woman is really into yoga or Reiki as a replacement of religion uh, or even reading her horoscope? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, look, there's nothing wrong with meditation or yoga, but how many people do you know use it for just like a calming down or, or a good exercise? You know, uh, I, I've known several people who do yoga and they're very good people, very intelligent, hardworking people. But, when you know, namaste, uh, get the fuck out, just get the fuck out. You know, I mean, if they're in shape, yeah, they're using it okay, they're doing it right, and there's nothing wrong with meditation, but yeah, for it, it's kind of like mental illness among millennials. Like, for every legitimate case of Asperger's or uh, whatever uh, these designer mental illnesses are, there's nine fake ones. I think it'd be the same thing with yoga. Like, oh, yeah, I'm really into yoga. It's like, no, you're using that as a substitute. This is why there's a correlation with that in cats. It's, it's not, I'm not joking. There is a, there's a, go look, women who are into yoga, do they have cats? Right. Cause they're, they're yoga doesn't take, now, okay, I gotta be careful. Yoga doesn't take math. It doesn't take that much effort. It's just like religion. I believe. Oh my God. Jesus forgives. So there's so many hypocrites. Uh, so they go into it. And if, if you're doing it for exercise, well, that takes rigor and effort. Then you gotta really do it. But if you're doing it for a substance, oh, yeah, I'm like totally into yoga and spirituality, spiritual crystals and cats. It's like those are the people you're seeing them now because they're the boom, the first generation of them. Those boomers are graduating uh, into retirement age and they don't have no money. Um, and they always run some tarot card shop or whatever. Uh, and horoscopes. Oh, horoscopes. No, I mean, if it's fun and cute, maybe. You know, like girls watch the Hallmark Channel or they'll watch their HGTV. And it's kind of like, cute. okay, you know, let them, let them have their fun. <clears throat> but when they, when they really, oh, God, I can't, have you ever had, I had, I didn't know what that, I was too young and stupid, but like, oh, you're a Pisces? I don't know if we'd work out. I'm like, oh, okay, you're the girl, you know best. Or like, oh, I can't set you up with her because she's a Scorpio. Where they actually think, oh, no, they wouldn't matter. Like, they're like, could seriously, no. To have real, real spirituality, it takes rigor and effort. Um, and if it's not going to be, it, it, and you could practice a religion seriously, you know, like, yes, we go to church and I read the uh, <clears throat> scripture and I practice it in my real life. You know, like, no, I don't have premarital sex. No, I don't eat fish on a Tuesday or whatever the rules are. Um, no, I don't take on loans or debt as the Muslims do. Um, you stick with that. No, I will not borrow money for a car. Okay. You, you're following it because you know the to a better life and to becoming a better person and better spiritual health, you know that path is hard. You have to put yourself through trials and tribulation, not for the pain unto itself, 
but that to be a better person, <clears throat> to have a better spiritual mind, uh, it takes work. It takes sacrifice. Uh, and then if, hang on, I'm trying to draw the parallel. If Christianity, you could do that too. I'm not going to say yoga, you could use it as exercise, but but then it becomes some, or here's where I was going. If you're agnostic or atheist, you're, you're inevitably, I'm going to say, your default choice in religion is going to be stoicism. And that is not an easy philosophy. <clears throat> Atha makes it look easy with this, oh yeah, man, just put, to pull from your pipe and relax, man. It's like, what, what the... What what mountain did you chill on? What what leaf are you smoking in that tobacco pipe of yours? You could be so chill. That takes effort. Marcus Aurelius. These are not light books. Aristotle, Socrates, whoever else the Stokes are. Epicurious? Is that a type of food? Now watch, there's real people who've studied philosophy of Stoicism. No, it's this guy, you dumb asshole. Anyway, the point is, Stoicism, letting go and, and controlling your reaction to society and minimalism, that takes effort and sacrifice. Oh, I'm going to get a spirit crystal and like hang it. And then like, I'm just going to like go namaste every time I see a, a rock Karen uh, when I'm out hiking. Oh, now I'm spiritual. I'm really spiritual. I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Out. 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 You are a lazy, worthless person who is playing make-believe religion or abusing one outright for ulterior gains. You're lazy and you want the value of legitimate religion or a life philosophy or spirituality without actually investing in it, without having that come to Jesus philosophy or thinking in your mind. And that's why, take a look at stoicism. That's what agnostics and atheists inevitably come down to. If you are spiritual, you want to believe in the, then you'll go to one of your traditional religions and you'll practice it. <clears throat> But for the remaining 95% of people, they'll either like, oh, yeah, I'm Jewish. Are you a doctor? Yeah, I'm Jewish too. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Uh, or one of these made-up fake, you know, you could even say feminism, socialism, environmentalism. Pacifism, that was another one. I'm a pacifist. I'm such a good person. Horoscope. Come on, you can, you can know. You can know that. You you could you could identify him. Don't you guys get the hair on the back of your neck up when someone's like, I'm really into spirituality. The old lady with your spirit Chris, don't you like look at that? Like, Ooh, Danger Will Robinson. <clears throat> scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep that junk butter. Boo do boo do boo do boo boo. Cool. All right, that's it for the super chats. Uh let us go to the show. Uh what I am thankful for, I am thankful. Uh, for the beautiful day I had yesterday where I could ride my motorcycle. And uh, related to that, I ended up taking a, I went down, went over uh, to Wisconsin, went down through Prescott. <clears throat> Atham looked that up. Uh, went to, uh, what did we cross over? Red Wing? Yeah, Red Wing. And then back up through a town called Welch Village and then back up over to the East Saeed. And I forgot how beautiful that Mississippi River Valley is. And I'm also thankful for that because it wasn't until I went on a motorcycle ride to the Smoky Mountains. First time I've been to the Smoky Mountains, visited Chris Beckloff and the gang. And uh, it's where I was going down the, the Minnesota River Valley. And you got cliffs on each side, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and this big-ass river. It's very pretty, but I've been there before. 
I'm like, boy, I can't wait to go to the Smokies. And I got to the Smokies and realized it's not as beautiful as what I had in my backyard this entire time. Did a big loop, went through Smoky Mountain National Park. <clears throat> I know Paul Flash Drivestein uh, posts his pictures of him hiking out east because he's a he's an east coaster. Uh, but it it doesn't even forget the West Coast, forget the the American West. It doesn't even compare to the Minnesota River Valley or Mississippi River Valley. And I was very thankful uh, for that beautiful drive. So that was kind of nice. And I'm like, oh yeah, I got this. So I I think uh, coming up because I'll be bored because there's stuff that else to do. I think I'll ride down to Iowa, go down one side, the Minnesota Iowa side, come back up the Illinois Wisconsin side. We'll have that there. Uh let's do. Some good news. Pull this up. British Petroleum Amico offers 50 cents off per gallon to medical workers, first responders. Medical workers and first responders can get 50 cents off per gallon at several area gas stations. British Petroleum and Amico said they are offering discounts to several individuals working on the front lines of the coronavirus pandemic. Our local first responders, doctors, nurses, and hospital workers are the heart of our local communities. Our front, blah, 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 blah. Okay, yeah, so, so the good people get 50 cents off. How's that? There's a good news. There's a good news for the day. <clears throat> this might be a fast one. Dude, man, you see Fast Times at Ridgemont High? No, because it's a dumb movie. And you thought it was cool when you were 13. Sean Penn. Uh, this was kind of neat and kind of, a uh, boys playing with frogs would find this kind of cool, uh, bad news. Radiation spiked 16 times over normal after fire breaks out near Chernobyl nuclear plant fire near Chernobyl nuclear plant, a power plant in Ukraine. And what could possibly trigger an alarm at a time when the world's already battling the Corona pandemic forest fires that broke out close to Chernobyl nuclear power station, the scene of radioactive contamination after explosion in 1986 led to high levels of radiation in the Ukrainian region reports said reports quoted Ukraine firefighters as saying that there were two separate instances of forest fires in the area close to Chernobyl's nuclear plant. First, a smaller fire that spread to a patch of 12 acres, <clears throat> which was localized and contained. And the other covered an area of 50 acres, which Ukraine's emergency services struggled to contain late into Sunday night. How? 50 acres? That's nothing. You get like hundreds of acre fires out here in the United States. What? Uh, hang on. I want to see what a Russian fire truck looks like. Russian fire truck. I'm just wondering, do they look exactly the same like us? Oh, Wow. That is a serious fire truck. They got some serious wheels on that. I think it's because they have no roads. Because why would you build roads? Man, look at those trucks. Those look like tanks. What do Russian firefighters look like? They look hot like ours. Fire fighters. Russian firefighters. Oh, their clothes look the same. Oh, okay, here. All right. So if they're in the city, it looks normal. They got regular fire trucks, but I think these industrial grade fire trucks are more uh are more for the rural area. Oh, some that's some serious equipment, man. Yeah, here's a badass looking dude. He looks pretty tough. Yeah, they look like us. They look they same gear, same garb. Let's take a look at these guys. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they're badass looking dude. They <laughs> <laughs> that girl who would not sleep with anyone premaritally, she'd make an exception. She'd break the rule for these alphas. 
She would do whatever they wanted. That's a... <laughs> I Oh, I forgot to finish that story. This is the funny part. So after with my little, you can't even call it a tryst, with the, the two times I went out and had the dinner. A couple years later, I went to a dance. And I had a couple in me, and I'm having a good old time, and I'm just dancing. I was, I was on fire. I was dancing with all the cute girls, and I think I even got a couple numbers. And then <clears throat> I see this girl. And I look, I come up to him, like, kind of like half tips, like, hey, don't I know you? And she looks at me, she's like, yes, Aaron, you do. I'm like, oh, I'm like, this doesn't sound good, but I don't care because I'm feeling good right now. And I said, are you a dancer of mine? She's like, Aaron, we went on a couple dates together over a month. I'm like, <laughs> without thinking, I said, wait, the mom, a single mom girl, the abandoned woman. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I said something as bad as that, but I can't say what because it would identify technically who she was. I basically said the guy who got her pregnant and abandoned her, what his profession was. I'm like, oh, that guy, girl, who left you? <laughs> yes, Aaron. <laughs> oh. I had another gal I ran into about a year ago. I was shopping at the grocery store and I'm getting my food. And uh, this girl says, Oh, hi, Aaron. Uh, I'm like, and here's, here's how recent this was. I, uh, I thought maybe she recognized me from the internet because that's been happening regular. What happened in the olden days, because I taught so many dance and finance classes, people would recognize me, Somewhat regularly in public, especially at the dancing. Oh, hey, Mr. Cleary, I saw you told my, oh, hey. And sometimes I remember, oh, yeah, yeah, you were over in whatever, Chaska, Bloomington, whatever. <clears throat> so it was not uncommon, but it had switched. It had gone from dance class, because I haven't taught those in years, to um, the end. And uh, she said, hey, Aaron. I'm like, hey. I'm like, How, don't, do I know you, or do you know me from the internet? She's like, oh, Aaron, we, we went out like for like two to three months. I'm like. Oh, and my mind was just like racing. Like, I dated this person. I, I'm like, we did? She's like, yeah, Aaron, like, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And that was my, I'm like, oh, well, that's like 15, 20 years ago. I can't remember that far back. And I'm looking at, and to this day, I cannot remember who that was. And I don't think she was messing with me. I, I think she was being true, but I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her. I'm like, you know, usually the facial recognition would kick in. I, I would still come up with blinks. And she was not. You could tell it had been 20 years. <laughs> you could tell. And I I walked away and I couldn't remember. And I was like, well, it didn't work out. So she probably, something was wrong. And, and statistics are she was a pain in the ass or something or whatever. I wasn't good enough. And I'm like, well, she's working at a checkout clerk at a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Here I do work in my pajamas. Ugh. What does your boy do? I can't wait till my mom's in the nursing home. Not that I'm waiting for my mom to go, but but the instance where she's in, then you know, what does your boy do? Oh, he's on the internet. He stays in his pajamas and yells at people. Even though my mom's not Jewish like that. <clears throat> Oh, she would go back to the the thing. Uh, first small fight out at uh, Igor Fiersov, head of Ukraine State Ecological Inspection Service, 
was quoted as saying that the radiation was above normal in the entire center of the fire. A Facebook post, he said, there's bad news and went on to reveal in a video Geiger counter readings from the spot, which showed radiation levels were 16 times above normal. Boo-da-boo, boo-da-boo, boo-da-boo. I, I just thought it was cool because you had all the fallout there. Um, it's cool like boys watching things explode. You're like, oh, yeah, that was cool. And I'm kind of like, oh, that's cool. Because like, it must have kicked up all the uh, the radiation, put it in the air. Now it's, I know it's bad. I know it's not helping things. But I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of neat. Because you played a bunch of video games where you're going over to, was it Paparat? Where you're, where you're going to go and assassinate people and, and it's in the 80s and you have your, your ghillie suit. One of the Medal of Honors or something like that. So I thought that was kind of neato. Uh, let me scroll through. Did Christian Martin... Sass, one too many, $5. Testing Super Chats, is this thing on? Yeah, yeah. People don't have to give money, Sass. <clears throat> it's, not, it's not mandatory. I just I do this to say hi because it makes some cash. And it goes to the Pokeball Fund. But uh, also, I just, just to do something, you know. I need this to get up in the morning. I want to hear you laugh and point at the budget woes at the U of M and the potential loss of $350 million. Oh, wait, U of M. University of Minnesota. <clears throat> if we write 315, it should come up. 18 hours ago from the TwinCities.com. Uh, if it would pull up. All right, let's. Did it just freeze on me? Okay, we, we look like we're still going. Let's try not twincities.com. Let's call Bring Me the News. Here we go. University of Minnesota could take a $350 million, $15 million hit from coronavirus. University leaders are, were discussing the challenges they're facing on Tuesday. I got an idea because <clears throat> I went to the Carlson School of Management. You sell off all the property and buildings that are the liberal arts, okay? Or you pledge them as collateral to banks for half their market value. Then when the economy returns, you sell them at higher market prices, pay off your loans, take the proceeds, return it to the taxpayers, and then whatever is left over, you convert everything to online and you leave a few IT departments in the medical building so people can act, you know, the real people, the real adults, the real producers and contributors to society, not the liberal arts majoring parasite fucks. <clears throat> then people can, and then like you tear down some buildings so there's free parking. And the people that are, remember what I was talking about, allowing the greatest jet engine to fly? You make it easy for America's producers to produce and maybe set up a, an endowment to afford engineers and doctors and surgeons and dentists and nurses to come in there and accountants. Um, and, and then, uh, I don't know, you sell the rest of it and maybe banks turn it into housing and uh, make it lower, lower the cost of housing because the increase of supply. And then everything's online. There you go. I, I've solved your $315 million problem. <clears throat> the University of Minnesota is facing up to a worst case scenario of losing more than $315 million due to the result of the coronavirus pandemic. A financial hit face the university has laid bare a remote town hall for students and staff on Tuesday in which three possible outcomes were presented based on the severity of the outbreak in Minnesota. This makes me want to go and spread it around. <laughs> I was like, what? Huh? We, could, we can hurt the U of M if we get more people? Okay fly a low level plane and like instead of dusting crops you're like infecting everybody 
<clears throat> Summer and fall activities resume as, as normal, $77 million loss, though the U of M just canceled in-person instruction for its summer classes. Reduced operations during the summer return normal by fall, $163 million loss. Disruption continues into the fall semester, $350 million loss. I, I know it's a dream, but I please ask all the high school seniors and juniors in uh, Minnesota to just go online. Go to your local community college, go online, get your prereqs out of the way, do that for two years, and just let this, this cancerous campus just sink. What's more, the estimated losses don't include the full refunds for room and board. The university is now offering students who left campus partway through the spring semester to the end of in-person instruction and subsequent stay-at-home lockdown, which will further cost the U a further $35 million. Well, at least they're honest. That, that's good that they did pay that back. I think Madison didn't give anybody of their money back. It's part, part of cost-cutting efforts. Are we going to get rid of all the non-essential uh, people like the diversity assistant reserve head in every fucking department? Gable or Kavanaugh are taking a voluntary 10% salary cut in July 1st, while 200 senior university leaders will take one full week of unpaid. Big- <laughs> How about you just fire them? 200 senior university leaders? How many? Really? You need 200 senior management people? That seems top heavy. <clears throat> a salary freeze on merit increases, blah, 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 blah. You go, oh, what? You go without your Lexus? Yeah, you guys, you guys. Uh, so, yeah, I'm glad to see that they're suffering. Juan, for $1.99, uh, what's your opinion on becoming an NRA member? Yeah, go ahead, do it. Yeah, why not? It's cool. Meet some cool people. Maybe that's what I should do. Like, join up and go to the meeting. Like, hey, how's it going? Uh, you know what? That's a, hang on, I'm running that to-do list. Thank you, Juan. Hang on, it's right Good idea. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a good idea. So why not? Oops. Spencer for nine ninety nine. Deadly serious question. With the vor- coronavirus, how do I get the girls? Um, you you become an NRA member. <clears throat> you get the gun, and then communists like uh, Mary Jo all of a sudden like, oh my god, he he knows how to shoot a gun and protect people and change car equipment and tires and things. And, Oh, maybe I, maybe I want to date a guy who's you know reliable, not just pretty boy Floyd. Oh my goodness, I might become a Republican. Oh, fading couch. Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah. With coronavirus, I don't know. There is no look. There was like all this panic. We're like, oh, what are we gonna do? Oh my gosh, the government checks aren't coming quick enough. What do we do? And then like in about I think seventy-two hours, they figure, hey, we can flash our tits on the internet. We're saved. Thank God we didn't have to rely on a guy. <clears throat> Even though technically you're relying on guys to give you. But... So there will be there will be no, all these guys hoping for, ah, we're finally going to get back. Like, this is the reset. Finally going to get back to traditionalism. Men are going to be men again. They're going to learn how to stop being pussies and that they can't rely on their you know, Uber Lyft eats jobs. They're going to have to do stuff. They're going to have to sacrifice Women are going to realize that they got to help out their man. No, nope. Government check. Dude, you have a Republican. He cannot ship you an airlift you. The government checks quick enough. 
you have a you have a quote conservative government that cannot rush in fast enough to protect you from all of your foolish mistakes of living paycheck to paycheck and not saving enough money. It is over. The family is over. The nuclear family where the father is the head of the household and he takes care and protects it. That is done. That is done. For generations now, uh, incrementally though, we have voted in for the government to replace men. That is that is what's happened. You don't go to the man. You don't go to your father. You don't go to family or friends if you have trouble. You go to the government. I'm being deadly. That's what it is. So there, there is no, and we're not going back too much money, too much infrastructure, too much psychological, philosophical, ideological infrastructure has been installed in generations now. You don't, you don't go. And, and then, the, then there's the shame on top of it. You don't want to rely on a man, do you? <laughs> and guys, just pour yourself a coffee. Have a sip and enjoy the show. I mean, that, this is this is what it is. This is the only movie showing right now. So get yourself a cup of coffee. And, uh, I don't need you. I, I heard. I heard. I got the memo. Yes, I got the memo. I, that's why we vote. We can't trust you. We got to rely on a man. Oh, my God. I got a degree and my career. Don't need like uh, Cheers. Yeah, pay taxes while you're at it, too. Me, what am I doing? Uh, I'm joining my vasectomy buddies at the NRA. We're going to play some poker. Then I'm going to ride my motorcycle on the Mississippi River Valley. Then I'll get a blowjob later. Gurgle, 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 gurgle. Copy. When do you want to have kids? No. No. So, Spencer, you're, to answer your question, with the coronavirus, how do you get the girls? <clears throat> same, same way you do every day, Pinky. You hit the gym, you become ripped, and you'll be over six feet tall. I mean, that's the short question. That's the short version. Also helps if it make it looks like you got money. You don't actually have to have the money. Did a video one time, like uh, a young gal, how do I get rich men? And, and I made the very important distinction. Do you want a rich man because of his financial stability by which you would commit? Like, is your goal is, which I understand. You want a man who is financially stable uh, so that you because you're interested in a long-term relationship with him, you don't want a deadbeat. You don't want a guy who's always late and behind on payments and borrows money from you. You, I mean, you guys know those stories about these girls. Like, he keeps borrowing money from him. I just love him. But most sane women want a guy who's financially stable. So if they wanted a guy because he was financially stable, because they're looking at him as a long-term investment, okay, that makes sense. But then I was like, well, wait, are you, are you being more mercenary about it? Is this? Do you just want a guy to spend money on you? Because that's not the same as being rich. Really, truly rich men, you wouldn't know it. The majority of rich men, they don't show it. Uh, the only rich guys I ever saw come into banking, ever, was a dentist and a guy who ran a shoe store. And both of them drove, like I think, Ford Rangers. Like, used crap. You wouldn't know it. Wouldn't know it. Every polished, rich-looking dude, bro, banking businessman with the peppered gray hair and pulling up in the latest Mercedes or SUV. Not a penny in his fucking name. But one guy spent money, and the other guy pissed it away, uh, saved it. And if you girls want a guy to spend money on you, that's different than wanting a guy who's rich or just financially well-off because you're looking at stability, you want to raise children, <clears throat> and you very understandably don't want to worry about finances or have the stress that comes with it. I get that. But if you want a guy to spend money, you want you want the peacock. You want the guy flashing the money around. Uh, 
this is a bit dated because this is a boomer, but this is back in the 90s and early aughts, so it was probably my age, I think about it. Uh, there's It's still a bar. Oh, what's it called? Not Axles. Oh, it's in it's in the EP. Oh, what is it? It's this pretentious place that boomers went like 15, 20 years ago. It's still there. But you'd go there and be all these baby boomers, and what men would do is they'd put their keys. Like, I, this is just my logic. If I had a fancy car, I would not be putting my keys up on the bar because people might steal it. I put putting my keys in my pocket, but men would put the keys up on the car because then the BMW logo or the Mercedes logo would show, and that would help them get the girls. And then they'd they'd wear really fancy clothes, and then they'd talk, and it was like watching Sam Malone, except not really, not as smooth. <clears throat> um, so that's how they got him. Um, where was I going with this? Uh, oh. But that that was that was, the girls were looking for money, for guys to buy them drinks, spend money on them, things like that. There was a significant spillover of that into Gen X too. I don't know what, what millennials do. No one has any money. <laughs> but I, there still is those dude bros who like they get their three series Beamer. They talk about the business. They dressed in douchey clothes. They wear sunglasses on the end. Do people still do that? I want. I mean, this is the type of trying to give you the type girls. That's the guy you want. You want the guy who's going to take you to a fancy dinner. Um, and there's girl sites out there. I know a buddy. I, I won't mention who here. But she's in that. Like, she'll post stuff on the internet. Like, they, they want to avoid the salt daddies. Like, you better take you to a restaurant. He better, you better invest up front. And it's like, those girls want a guy who spends money on them. Not a guy who is good with his money and saves it. You know? I talked about the 85, the gutless cutlass. Maybe new guys listening here. I had a 1985 Cutlass Supreme. We called it the gutless cutlass. Bumper and, and the mo uh, not the motor, the uh, uh, muffler were off. I was hanging them up by a clothesline. So it looked like I had a muffler on, but it, <laughs> and plenty of women that, that plenty of gold diggers that, and I, to be honest, I was being honest. I didn't have any money. <laughs> I wasn't hiding the the Clary billions. <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, this really is the only car I can afford. Yes, I do live in a basement, and yes, all my clothes are from Goodwill. Um, but but the I, I didn't have the money. But the the women that were looking for money, they didn't want to have anything to do with me. Uh, and so, if you girls are looking for a guy to spend money on you, you want the guy who spends money on himself, least car. Fancy clothes, going to take you to, to the fanciest restaurant. Uh, and I think women long-term, including my friend, I think they make a huge mistake. If your goal is long-term stability, financial stability by a guy who actually has money and will continue to have money. And dude, how many times has this happened, ladies? Oh, my friend Amy was married to, to Bob. And Bob, they had the house. They had da-da-da-da-da. And he lost his job for a month. And then it all went to, and she didn't know anything about his finances. And he had borrowed all the money. What's borrowing? I don't know. Apparently, you have to give people their money back. Oh. And now I'm suing him for the, I had a divorce. I mean, that's, that's what happens when you marry these dude bros who don't actually have the money because they piss it all away. I should do a financial, I should do a finance seminar for women, like how to financially analyze a guy. But I don't think, I, I hate to say, I don't think women, they don't want to put that much effort into it. 
you know, they, they want to be, and this, my friend who is uh, very savvy, um, <clears throat> she'll, uh, how could I put it? She, she loves her guns. Let's put it that. She loves her guns. Um, I kind of find it surprising that she doesn't have the foresight. Uh, she's a big conservative too, where she's, oh, he better take me out to a fancy dinner. I'm like, really coming from you? Cause guys who save the money don't take people out to fancy dinner. Like, what do you want? Do you want stability or what? I guess they want it all. They want the guy who has so much money and is authentically rich. He can buy them fancy dinners all the time, but that, that, that is like one, one in a million, really. Well, maybe one in a hundred thousand, one in 10,000, very rare. And good luck if they're good looking or right, relatively young. But yeah, if you guys, <clears throat> girls technically, if you wanted someone to spend money on you, go find a guy who spends money. Go to the clubs. Go look at the cars. Look for guys to put their keychains up on the on the uh, on the bar. Look for peacock spreading. Look for peacock spreading their feathers. But if you're really sharp, you're really shrewd. You want to find a guy with good money. You look at what they do for a living, and. It, my buddy Aaron's a perfect example. High-level IT? And he, and he works on other things on the side? But then you see his house. You're like, this is a dump. <laughs> and your, your cars are sh almost as shitty as mine. Then you do the math. Now, you don't have to be a high-level financial auditor like Chad Elkins to do the math and realize, hey, wait a second. The money is there's some money missing. It's not, it certainly isn't his clothes. I'll tell you that, ladies. It's not his clothes. Where his money? I bet you he saves it. Oh, saving money. Oh. You mean the people who aren't shitting their pants because they don't live paycheck to paycheck? I don't know. You know what? <clears throat> what handful of women are out there tuning in? Uh, please email me. I would love your opinion. And you have to be honest with your Don't say, oh, that sounds like a good idea. I need you to think of not you, but your female friends, like your average. Would they pay money for a seminar on how to assess the finances of a man? I think it would be brilliant. I think it would help avoid a lot of divorce, truthfully. I mean, there are some practical measures here, not just merely the mercenary Machiavellian, let's go make some money on a dope measures. But there's that too. Is it some they pay for? Is it some they listen to? I, okay, I take that back. I don't care if people listen to my advice. Will they pay for it? I guess that is the critical question. Would they pay for something like that? <clears throat> and I'll put together my seminar. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. NRA, deadly serious question. And Dane, Dane for 15 bucks. I got a senior superintendent for... A petroleum company. I don't want to mention names. Makes about 180,000 year plus bonus. We have solved. How do we get the girls seeking arrangement? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> That's clean, easy, and fun. And they are nice. What the fuck? Um, you're 100% correct. Uh, you are you are not the only person or the first person I've heard who used the, the seeking arrangement or sugar daddy sites. I know... 10, about 10. We might be approaching a dozen here pretty soon. Uh, men who are very well off. They they have it. It's, and it's really the opportunity cost. A lot of people, oh, you can't, you got to pay for it. It's like, no. Okay, when you all pay for it, you all pay for it no matter what. In time or money or both or, or psychology. But if you're making a lot of money, your opportunity cost 
to go out and, and, and date a girl, to court her, da, 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 da. and then three dates later, and 12 hours of your time and investment, <clears throat> probably four to $500 of your money, or like, hey, here's four to $500, come over here, and 30 minutes later, you go away. And, and Dane is also correct, There's, they're nice. Um, I have one agent in the field who has like two or three of them, and that was the thing he was talking about, is how they're, they're nice. There's no drama. There's no like, what you bring to the table. There's no attitude. And it's so sad. It's like, wait, so if I just give you money and we know what this is about and this is, we're mature adults and then and, uh, for some reason they're nice. I mean, and, and Dane, tell me if I'm wrong. Any of you guys out there that use the service, tell me if I'm wrong. By God, that's got to be worth a couple hundred bucks in itself. Let's compare and contrast. My Christian friend who has to go and play psychologist to the latest dipshit born-again Christian girl with two brat bastard uh, crotch fruit uh, and debt and, and working some shitty-ass job, okay? And all that trial and tribulation as well. You got to do blah, blah, blah. And Jesus said this. And the Lord, you know, here in the Bible says, you better do that. Otherwise, you're not as good as Christ, okay? Dealing with that shit? Uh, what what would you pay to make that go away and just have a girl be a? I guess what we're looking for is kind of a geisha. Um, maybe this is the modern day geisha because to not bore you with Japanese history or culture, uh, <clears throat> geishas were not just whores; they weren't just prostitutes. Geishas were, uh, if you guys remember, uh, Firefly, the courtesan, the the friend or whatever she was called. Uh, geishas were refined. They were trained on cultural affairs and politics. They would be able to have conversation. They would be able to converse. They were very appropriately and properly behaved. <clears throat> Pega did a podcast one time about an Asian girl who was just making bank on the internet as a, as a webcam gal, but it wasn't anything to do with her being hot as necessarily as she was just refined and feminine. And that's what, what geishas were. And, in other words, they were pleasant company to be around. You enjoyed their company. My God, what's that? I mean, do the pie chart. Okay, I want to have sex. 60%, she's, she goes away. 15%, oh, she's nice on top of it. 35, 25%, however the number works out. And they're nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a pain. It's not a pain. And the girls think we're making the ladies. I just wish you go date. Go date your own kind and see what happens. We're not. It's, this isn't hate. This isn't oh the misogynies. This is oh you just the he man woman. Go date women. You'll find out. Heck, half you want to stab your BFFs in the back anyway. I think you know. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm real curious. Um, how much of that is just well? Here's another interesting observation. Okay, so in Vegas, uh. Prostitution is not legal in Vegas, by the way. I don't know how many times I got it. It's not legal in Clark County. You got to go out of Clark County, get it. But that doesn't prevent escort services uh, from existing. And I've always been amazed at what men will pay for what. I, for example, strip clubs are the dumbest thing ever. I cannot understand the strip. Like, really? Strip clubs? You're going to stand here to get tortured. Really? So I've never understood. But man, they throw in the money. Girls make the money. I'm also f fascinated with how... Uh, 
strip clubs more or less have become digitized and the immense health benefits and the increase in income and the lack of overhead and, and not having to worry about the disease or the drug culture that young women now could avail themselves of. I mean, you guys may find it shameful, but it's a huge step up from stripping. Huge. An uh, actual uh, prostitution. <clears throat> but in Vegas, what the big thing now is, is it's not even the escort and this girl. They call it the girlfriend experience. And I got a buddy. <laughs> I should have. I know you guys think I'm like old and wise and savvy, but the people who get in behind me and shoot me down are my friends. Well, I just assume the best of intentions. So I have this buddy and he's even shorter than me. Like, Hey, what's up? Oh, and he had a date. Said, oh, Hey, who's, who's the nice lady? He's Oh, this is whatever. Amy, every girl in my life is Amy. Well, this is Amy. I'm like, Oh, nice to meet. And I said, well, how you kids meet? And he says, Oh, well we met on the internet. I'm like, Oh, cool. Oh, what do you do for a living? And she's like, I'm uh, I'm in nursing school. Oh, great! You're gonna become a nurse. That uh, dumb me. I'm like, oh, so have you guys been dating long? Well, I didn't know because I hadn't seen him in months. Uh, no, this is our first date. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and in the back of my mind, I'm like, dang, she's taller than me, and she's really good looking. Oh man, he punched above his. And then the light went on. I'm like, oh, that's why this conversation is so painful. And there's a pause between every question. <laughs> and then. So I think she went to, maybe I caught up with her. Like, dude, why don't you just say? He's like, what am I supposed to do? Oh, yeah. I got my... So this is the girlfriend experience. I'm like, what the fuck is the girlfriend experience? Like, oh, yeah, you get these girls that go out on dates with you and they act nice and everything. I'm wondering if that, if there isn't more, like there may not have even been, so I should have followed up. I should have followed up. Probably there is sex implied in it. I'm, okay, because that's every escort. But I'm wondering, is that really now the new market? Like, it's kind of like, the porn for guys, there's so much regular porn out there. The porn is a girl who just puts on a nice dress and maybe shows up with a pan of cookies. Like, oh, wow. Look, the traditional housewife who just, I don't know, showed up at the door to welcome you home. And she's prop, she's primped. Holy shit, that's hot. Is this not what it is? Like the girlfriend, hey, she showed up on time. She treated me nice and asked me questions about myself and laughed at my stupid jokes. Like, Oh, you mean like girlfriends used to do like 30 years ago, <laughs> but for free? Now that's that's the hot item? That's the hot And you girls, see, but I, I don't like that aspect that you actually have to go out with the guy. There's a risk there. The internet, the digital thing, there's a lot of safety, a lot of safety. But man, if all it is, if you have trained guys, if, if the cartel of women have kept kindness, politeness, and punctuality, and laughing at men's jokes. If they've kept those things off the market so long that men are willing to pay for it and you girls just have to show up and just be civil. I mean, we're not talking geisha level training where where it's like, oh, yes, I I, I listened to Trump's speech. And I thought, and then President Jin Hao, uh, I, I really appreciate it. But, but it's interesting, the, the exchange rate between the dollar and the yuan. I mean, we're not expecting that. But it's like, you know, hey. Look at that guy. He's wearing crocodile shoes. I wonder if he is a crocodile. <laughs> You're so funny. It's like, yay, she left at my joke. Here's your money. <laughs> oh, it's no longer sex that's a commodity. It's being nice. 
It's being nice. It's being polite and showing up on time and now merely being a good and pleasant conversationalist. Oh, my God. Oh, hang on. <clears throat> Skipped over. Uh, Rucker MD. There we go. Uh, fewer people going to the AR for non-emergency things. Good. I guess that's good. I guess there's a drop-off in heart attacks and whatnot. Uh, Dane Lucero for another $15. Yeah, you're paying for downside protection from the risks of being a human tampon. So, so, you, are, so you do get that. Dane, send me an email. So I, I love your observation. Please send me an email. I'd love to have that on uh, maybe a show one of these days. I'll read through that. But yeah, look, look at that. Like, is there a concept anymore of mutually beneficial? Like we could be of benefit to one another. Like, hey, I come in and maybe I take, I pick you up, and I kind of chaperone you around, and and I I provide some witty entertainment, and I try to intellectually, and and then you just you're nice to me, and maybe you dress up pretty, and and, and you ask me a question or tell me about yourself. Is that is, is that like we both help each other? Is that like long? Is that even a pot or no? The standard now is we're going to be a pain in the ass bitch because we got to test you because you read on Cosmo. They have, you better take it. If you can't help me in my word, oh, by the way, I have kids. Is that the standard now? And and, and now we got to pay for simple politeness? Apparently so. Apparently so. You got to, some great thing, great little observation about economics. Oh my God, I can't believe the gal who sold her bathwater. I can't believe it. Well, you better believe it because that's true. I can't believe the stock market's up that well. You better believe it because people are paying that level for prices. I can't believe housing prices. Up. Well, you better believe it because that's economic reality. I can't believe kids are paying this much in tuition. Well, you better believe it because it's true. You know, and I guess the economic reality is I love a breakdown. Guys are paying just to be treated nice. Just, just to not have someone come. Hey, man, 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 you better. See, I got, I tried to figure it out because I know some nice gals that wouldn't do that. But then I, I see online, all I see is he better. That's what I, he better. He better bring this, da, 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 always the table. He better. Better have this, da, da, da. Uh, boy, you sound really fun and jovial to go out with. I think I'll go jerk off to porn. <laughs> what porn are you looking at nowadays? Oh, this woman, she has her degree. She's a CPA and a stay-at-home housewife. She has her CPA. Oh, dude, that's hot. A CPA chick that stays at home. Yeah, and she's not 200 pounds. Oh, man, you live the dream. Uh, Adriano Ramos, why was Pinky unable to take over the world? Um. Usually because of some unforeseen hijinks that uh, I think you mean brain. Brain was un unable to take over the world either because his plan was pretty flawed to begin with, like Bubba Bo Bob brain. Look up that one. Uh, but Pinky would inevitably throw a monkey wrench in the plans or society would do something that was not predicted. Uh, brain should have really uh, run the world, truthfully. Feel bad for brain every day. And yes, Chad, I'll can CPAs are hot. Yeah. How about that, Chad? Is there any like is there any hot chicks of you know hot CPA calendar? 
Or would that be degrading? <laughs> would that be beneath them? All right. Uh, let's use um, this time for some sponsors. We'll get to the, the happy. We got a lot of happy email today. A lot of good news stories here today. Um, David Barnett, he's, uh, he's closing down. He's not closing down, but the, uh, the sign-up period is, is closing here on Friday. Hi, Aaron. I'm going to end the offer on Friday for your information. This is where if you want to learn how to buy a business during these recessionary times, I will put the link to his seminar online in the chat room. There you go. Because uh, he has to wrap it up and inevitably do it. Where'd he go? I had it. Nope. Oh, here. <clears throat> the live Q&A will end at the week after next. The live Q&A will <clears throat> end at the will at the end of next week after I pull any buyers. Unfortunately, nobody has used the code yet. So, yeah, thanks for not using Clary, guys. If you did sign up, use Clary. Okay, do that. Cheers. Thanks for all the promotion lately. I listened to your pod, last three podcasts over the week, as everybody should. Uh, the Catholic Red Pill. If you guys are uh, interested in introducing the Red Pill to your Catholic male buddies, you could try and introduce it to females, but like, hey, here's reality. No! All right, never mind. Uh, go get the Catholic Red Pill by Dames, uh, James DePrisco with her very own lovely Mary Jo on the cover, dressed beautiful as ever with a pill of red pills. She is dressed like a 1950s housewife with a pill of red pills. The cover alone is worth getting the book. Um, who cares if you read the, the book? What, there's words in here? All right. But you can find that on Amazon.com. Uh, Better Bachelor, check out our good friend Better Bachelor on YouTube. And check out other podcasters and YouTubers like Jack Napier, uh, theblackbrigade.org, the goddamn bacon, and who else? Oh, Masculine Geek and Rob says, oh, I'm on. I'm on with Masculine Geek tonight. Okay. <clears throat> so that's why my projects never get done. We also have the book, How Not to Become a Millennial, written by me and Vince Barrick. Get that book so you can avoid the hell that the millennials are going through. Here's a question. Would you like to be one of the, the uh, seven years feast, seven years famine superior race where we don't live paycheck to paycheck? Or do you want to be a millennial? Question to all you youngins out there. What do you want? <clears throat> what do you want? Or do you want to be poor and whining and complaining and constantly begging for other people to bail you out? You want it's the panhandle generation. That's what it is. We also have alaskachaga.us. Go to alaskachaga.us to get your coffee substitute. It's a grounded mushroom tea, dried mushroom tea that has some health benefits as well. So check that out if you want to avoid that. We'll also have the science of mastering uh, mastering women. Written by Linda Gross, PhD. I'll put that in the link there. There's basically a, a much more scientific approach to how do I get the girls? Uh, um, and you can find that by Linda Gross, available at Amazon.com. And then I will also put uh, in the link if you are looking for computers, cheap computers. Don't complicate this, motherfuckers. Cheap computers between 100 to 200, 150 to $200. That includes mailing. These are just your basic computers for word processing, Excel, and internet use. They make great computers for mom and pa. Okay. They're not gaming computers. Don't ask them no questions. <clears throat> Link is there below. Our good IT buddy will mail it there. Uh, 
And if you'd like to help out the show, go to olderbrother.com that, uh, slash donate, where you could donate to PayPal, where you get nothing. You could go and become a patron member, where you get access to behind-the-scenes thing, like uh, my extra podcast I do called The Road Trip Podcast, uh, a pit of pictures of the lovely Mary Jo, and access to some posts I've kept off the internet, like Sanity is the Future of Wealth. That alone, if you want me to be honest, is worth like a $25 a month donation for a year. That's how valuable that post is. So yes, it's worth your time to become a member. And then you can cancel it when you're done. Where did I go? I had it. I had it. I was there. Juggle Motorsports where you can get all of your computer. Use computer needs. Hey, my house isn't a dump. My cars are better than yours. Your car. No, no. One car of yours is better than mine. One. <clears throat> the other two, which we had a conversation about where you shouldn't have gotten that car. But nobody listens to me. Nobody listens to me, right? Your other cars are, let's just admit, remember your truck? Remember your truck? That truck, the Dakota, I think, I do we even make those anymore? Well, most of them. One of them is not most of them. Any more super chats? No, we're good to go. All right, <clears throat> let us go to the good news. Uh... From Dylan Cappy, I was banned today for using COVID in Super Chat. I can no longer leave comments, Super Chat, or participate. Wait, were you Murray Sacedo? Because I banned you because you keep the... Oh, no, you're not. Okay. No, you weren't. Because I people kept on with the Ooga Booga and the COVID and all that. I, I, I'm sorry, guys. I'll ban you if, if you're going to like mess around. And the main reason isn't even that. It's if you kept posting stupid shit. It bumps down the super chats, which means I got to scroll down, and then I might miss some people actually contributing money to the to the thing. And if people are paying money, I feel horrible if I miss the super chats. I uh, just wanted to clear that up, that I wasn't implying any intention about the release of the Rona, only that it seems to be used as used to print, print, print. Yeah, yeah I, I, and this is a regular commenter. I'm uh, Try it again. I don't think I banned you. I didn't. Uh, I know, guys. I know. If you want to donate super chats, you got to be real. But this is... Google becoming Disney, where it's got to be rated G or else. And the day is coming. You know, they, they come up with a great idea to make money. YouTube always does. And then they just throttle it. They choke it off. <clears throat> it's like, all right, fine. And you don't, you don't want to make money. I'm not, I'm not relying on this money forever. You know, like it's great to have, and I definitely appreciate it. But you know the day is coming. Where it's like, oh, well, we're getting rid of Super Chat or we're taking 90% of Super Chats uh, and we're Google. That's why. Fuck you. There's Northland Locksmith, who we endorse if you ever need your locks unlocked.
Sorry. I'm off. There we go. My apologies. Uh, Michael writes, also, uh, who knew people would sleep in? Uh, wrong. Here we go. Allstate just announced an automatic 50% auto policy refund to its customers as well as free coverage for commercial deliveries, gig economies like food, medicine deliveries, etc. cetera. Uh, it's from insurancebusinessmag.com. All the best, Michael. I don't have to read through the article, but I do want to remind you guys uh, that the um, if you are being forced to work from home, contact your insurance company. They may be able to lower in your insurance rates, and that's a way to save money. <clears throat> So that's some good news there. Like that. How far? How long was I off for? Hang on, let's go back. No sound. Ten fifteen. No sound. No sound. Oh God! How long was I go muted? Ten forty nine. How long? How long? Ten forty eight, wasn't he? All right, for ten forty eight. All right, we only missed two minutes. I'm sorry, guys. I'm terribly sorry about that. Uh, good news, Corona Chan from Ryan. Hi, Aaron. Exactly one year ago, I was living out of my 1990 Honda Civic Coupe at Seattle. The rain would leak in and one of the doors barely locked. The day I was able to get a parking spot in a secure garage, I was thrilled beyond belief. Listening to your advice and testimonies from your hardships got me through that rough period. I now live in Colorado, making 70000 per year as a financial analyst, not for a bank, thank God. In only one year, I reached a point I never thought I could achieve, and I attribute a good portion of that to your teachings. Thank you, Cappy. Dude, thanks, Ryan. I'm printing that one off. That is a very good one. Um, does anything good happen in Seattle? Seriously, does anything good happen out there? You living in a car. I've never been that that destitute. I've always managed to find a couch or a basement, but. There were times where I was like, well, if I lived in my car. (laughs) So that we can go ahead. We're going to move that to the, to the book. I'm saving all the best uh, emails and asshole consulting requests um, to a folder that I'll write a book about, you know, just recounting the good stories and the good things we did here at asshole consulting. Is that it? Is that it? And I got a ton of asshole consulting requests to do. Asshole consulting was booming. Holy cow. There was a lot of pent-up demand for that. I did like three videos yesterday at night, in addition to some I did in the daytime. And now I'm still like three or four uh, behind. Um, That's it. That is it for that. <clears throat> that is it for that. Do we have any super chats left? Oh, we do have some more left here. Hang on, let's get through this here. We got some. I just got to scroll through all the comments where you guys are trying to tell me I was muted. Brian Dean for five bucks. Aaron is becoming a dietitian worth it. My daughter wants to do it. BLS means salary 60,000. No, no, it's not. 60,000 median salary. So like when she's got 10 years experience, she's doing, she could just be a really good waitress, a really good bartender. You have to get a degree to be a dietitian. Let's look this up. Dietitian. 
DLS. You need a bachelor's degree. That's not worth it. It's not worth it. Look, <clears throat> get her the book worthless. It It's on the cusp. Like, okay, it's not the most worthless degree, but God almighty, I want to become a dietitian. Oh, fuck you. Do you want to work hard or not? Do you want to do math? If you don't want to work hard, fine. Go find yourself a husband and get married and have kids. Right? That would be the... <clears throat> Look, if she said, oh, man, I want to be... It's been my dream to become an astronaut. Oh, I, oh, I saw this woman at, at work uh, and she was a zoologist. Oh man, I really, like if that was her passion, she really wanted it, then I'd say, fine, go and do it. But th this dietitian sounds like kinesiology or sports management. This sounds like, eh, I don't really want to try in life. So I'll just piss away four years of life doing something that's kind of, uh. if that's the case, okay, ask her big, serious question, dear, do you want to get married and have kids? If the answer is yes, say, okay, then you need to hit the treadmill. You need to make yourself look pretty. You as a father, all right, uh, you you have a responsibility to give her these harsh truths. Say, well, then you, but here's the real. No, the dietitian, 60,000, yeah, you'll get by, all right? But you get started like 30, 35. Lord knows how many fucking certifications and bullshit and CPE you need. And my, my argument to her is like, okay, if you're going to put four years in, and all that money, why don't you make it count? Why are you a dietitian? Dude, what she could do is just like stay hot, go on the internet. Hey guys, and I'm going to talk about food today and I'm going to work out. And here I am in my slinkly little workout outfit with Bustier cleavage. Seriously, I'm just being truthful and Machiavellian. Like, this is that, that'd be way, you have to go to college to make a lot more money. Probably find a guy. Dietitian. Oh, you mean eat broccoli and stay away from sugars, fats, and carbs? No kidding. Really? Oh, I need someone to tell me that? All she has to do, all she has to do, Brian, is stay the fucking shape and say, hey, this is what I use, even if she doesn't use it. <clears throat> Here's another product I use. Hey, guys. What? Dietitian. David Sutman Jr. Jr. for two dollars. Unmute yourself. Yes, I did. Thank you. I have great shame. Great shame. And that's it. There we go. So, all right. Cappy's got to go work and do shit and crap. Right. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Let's go ahead and do the Corona Chan prayer. Everybody, bow your heads. Dear great merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love your fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who arrive for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O oh great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen, and we are out of here. Toodles.